Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, Cecile's doing a lot more than reading minds. We find out Killer Frost has been with us all along, and you guys, the enlightenment is here. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. So good. Bonus points to whoever knows what movie this is from. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. There's like no music, music like they, have, they don't make music like this anymore. They really, they don't. really don't. This is such a solid. <laughs> that the 80s. Facts. That was a hint. So oh. figure it out. We'll give you a shout out at the end. What is up, guys? We're back. Sorry we weren't here last week. I had sun poisoning. It was not fun. Um, but we're back and we're recapping episodes 21 and 22 of yep. The Flash. I am your girl, Drew Jones. And to my left are my lovely co-panelists. Hey everyone, Shanti K. Robinson. What's up? I'm Zach Silverman. <laughs> I'm rocking out to the song. Yeah, so. the song uh-huh. is solid. Um, Oh, quick. wow. Someone already got that. Wow. Yeah. Art Masters Austin. You got it. Yes. Props to you. So before we hop in tonight's episode, we're just going to do a quick recap of last week's episode since we weren't here. I don't know about you guys. I wasn't completely in love with last week's episode. It was recap. Kind of- Amulet happened, came and went. Done. <laughs> and- <laughs> um, we got the little rock thing. Cool. Awesome. I will say the- all that to get a little rock thing. Yeah. I will say the bigger thing is I like the idea that intelligence isn't just being book smart. Like there is such thing as being... Um, you know, emotionally intelligent, and we kind of learned that that's going to be oh, Harrison. Yeah, we got the what Harris, the Council of the Council of, of Harrison. Harrisons, but it was a coin something different, I think, because they were emotional, not uh, yeah, not intelligent. You know, I mean, it was it was cute. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was cute or whatever. <laughs> well, look, we just get a more of a range of like what uh, Tom Cap. Kevin off what he could do. And he's just having fun with the characters. I actually think what happened last, of course, it connects to this episode t- from tonight. This whole idea of emotions and stuff. And we'll, we can talk about that towards the end when it comes mm-hmm. to Devoe and emotions. But the fact that, you know, Harry had wanted to beat Devoe at his game at the whole time and trying to be smart. But now Harry has a different kind of smartness that he, he was able to tap into, which was his emotions and how the heart can be something um, that is a weapon of some sort and useful. So um, I thought that was what I, that was the best thing I got out of last episode. I, I was not happy. More of that for this episode. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm saying like in terms about. of yeah. like something of importance because I was not here for Caitlyn yeah. last episode. I thought once again, she was, she just tends to be selfish sometimes. I it's like, agree. When she gets in her track of her mind of what she wants, she can be very secretive and just kind of destructive, you know, in terms of, Letting I, everyone else in on stuff. I.e. the opening of like season four when she's a bartender in this like sleazy club. We pretend we don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like last week's episode right. was kind of like the setup for an alley oop. Like I feel like it was, it was what we needed to set up swoosh. this episode and swoosh, we got it. Um, cool. 
Before we get in, I do want to touch on Harry. Before we get into Harry, what was your all's overall thought of tonight's episode? Um, want to go? Nope, you go first. Well, <laughs> thank you. Um, I, I actually, you know, I, I thought there were some really cool action scenes, and particularly the first, the opening oh, scene was cool. just epic. We're going to have to talk about um, that. And I thought we got some really good um, revelations in terms of, I got some good viewpoints in terms of perspectives, in terms of what characters roles that they'll play that are very significant that I think got more fleshed out in this episode. I agree. Zach? Mm, Cool. Yeah, I enjoyed the episode a lot. Um, It was, it felt very different from what normal episodes kind of are. Um, The characters kind of really, I feel like kind of getting out of who they, who we've come to know them as in the the four seasons. Um, Not the hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's, uh, I liked it. I don't know. You see a different side of Barry. You see a different side of Cisco. Obviously, Harry and Caitlin. Um, And there's just like, the writers are playing with like, who can we pair up next? What can we do? Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool this season, at least. And it's working. Um, So I liked the episode. It was good. The mix and match was definitely good. Did you feel like it wasn't like a typical Flash episode, though? Like it was in the sense of, where the story arc of, like, the bad guy and, like, how they're going to defeat him kind of thing. But, like, the feel and vibe and emotion of it, like, it, I, it almost sounds like – it feels like it was written by somebody different or maybe directed by somebody different. There's something yeah, slightly different that made me stand out and be like, hmm, I like tonight's episode. I think it was – I don't know a, what it was. I think it was a little less campy than we're used to maybe. Like, there weren't nearly as yeah. many pop culture references and, like, little – I mean, we got a couple little jokes out of Molly's Harry. game. Yeah, but okay. it was – Molly's game. It was a lot more like, in not intense, but it was less campy than well, it's the yeah, last episode normal. before the season. Finale, yeah, I right? mean, so I would it's say getting there. I mean, yeah, I would say it was. It wasn't because we've had some intense episodes before where it's been very depressing. Yeah, and yes. this episode it was it was intense, but it wasn't depressing. It's like, like the there was cer- yeah yeah, and there was a certain. Um, like like we were just saying, like this certain like they've reached this peak level in terms of some of these characters and their arcs, even though they weren't necessarily in the forefront because most of the season was very much focused on Ralph. Mm-hmm. But like we, but if we if you go back to this season and see those subplots with some of these characters like Iris and and Harry and Cisco and and Cecile even, Finally, yeah. Cecile you know, back. you you a lot of what was happening in this episode was stuff that was building up throughout this season. Yeah. This episode reminds me of, have you ever seen those paintings where they're painting things upside down and you're like, what the hell are they making out of this picture? And they start turning it around. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Exactly. That's what it is. I feel like this, epi- I always loved the episode before the season finale because it's mm. when you kind of, oh, all of your it. predictions start coming together and mm. you're like, okay, I kind of see how this is going and I see maybe like the outcome of it. Yeah. Um, but let's get into Harry. And I think this might be one of my favorite pairings right? of the season. I love Cecile and Harry, but Harry and Iris, I think, were a really interesting. We've seen them together before, but this is a different Harry. Yeah. I felt so bad for Harry. Just that whole episode, I felt bad, but not felt bad. And I wrote a few things. Um, blah, blah. I said, poor Harry. Um, I felt like he was almost like, uh, at times, like a dog. But there was um, a dog, like a lost puppy dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Not I, like, you know, yeah. some people's ex or something. I almost kind of, <laughs> I saw him as like Frankenstein. Like the monster, not the not the um, scientist. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, like um, the scene when he was with Iris in the lab. And he was like trying to be like, well, get into her shoes, get into her shoes kind of thing. And he was just like, 
emotion. Emo- like he was like he got so basic almost. It was like he's relearning things all over again. It was kind of an interesting. Tom Cavanaugh has probably the best character to play because he's uh, somebody different every season and almost episode for this yeah. season. He definitely has a really um, fun. And yeah, he does a really good job at what he does, and he definitely has a lot to go there. Um, I love that Iris. Iris is very empathetic, and I like that we got to see more of that this episode and see like he's kind of struggling. And so, even though at the time she didn't necessarily think he was going to help the situation, she still decided to include him in. And we kind of saw not like a trauma with Iris, but we did see that like that her getting stabbed by Marlies like it did affect her because it was a little crazy when she did it that didn't land for me you didn't like like that that moment but yeah I liked it just because I feel like Iris is always on it on it on it it was nice to see her have an emotion besides like being that like tough you know Barry's right hand woman like I feel like she's always being tough she's always this and it was nice to see something switch up for her yeah, I thought, like, with the whole Marlise and Iris grudge that they both had, I mean, like we were seeing from, like, the beginning of the season, like, that parallel between the two couples, the West Island and the um, Marlise and DeVoe, and then the Your roles that they played. came true. I mean, yeah, like, the like, end of this episode with... Yeah, that they'd be... Essentially going on now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because, cool. That she'd have to... Marlise would play a role. But like you were saying, like... You know, Iris was affected by the fact that this woman stabbed her, and it was like, or she stabbed herself with this woman's katana. So what happened? So no, <laughs> I mean, like technically, I mean, no. <laughs> technically, Marley didn't stab Iris, but she was she was gonna okay, and Iris just helped her out and went ahead and did it herself. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get technical, and she, you know, she pulled off, but like you know, we didn't really get a chance necessarily to see the effects of that at first with yeah. Iris because she was like she had the sling on and then she. She had to be there for Barry. She yeah, had to she be there for right everyone else. Yeah. So to have that moment, because, you know, actually in that moment with her and Harry t- the tonight, I didn't necessarily agree with the way she went off on him. I, I was kind of like, wow. But I also understood, like Harry said, like I needed to see it from your shoes too, Iris, because I had to realize you've gone through stuff with Marlies. So it's not so easy for you yeah. to be like, this woman can just help us given what she did. But it was nice to see that little falter with Iris because she doesn't always get to have that, you know, slightly she flawed character perspective. Right? She felt yeah. very different, like uh, shooken a little bit, which I guess it makes sense. We had I didn't realize the gravity of the episode until like halfway in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we only have 10 hours left. And I was like, oh, wow, they're really going for it. Like this episode might end a certain way, which it did. I like that she was having – there's a couple of things. I like that the emotion was there for her because this whole entire – Season essentially comes down to, I think DeVoe says it, emotion is the father of air. And this whole, like, the reason that humans are failing is because we're too deep in our feelings and we're too whatever. So I like that we saw some different emotions from different people that we don't normally see them in. And I also think it's so refreshing that Marley's and Iris's grudge wasn't catty. It was, it was obviously a grudge, but it wasn't, they didn't go straight to it being like a catty girl fight. It was very, both their sides were valid in their own ways and it wasn't like... Right. You know, a cat fight. I didn't. You don't it was agree? A valid, no, I do agree. It was a very valid scene. It had to happen. But I felt it was a little on the nose. Uh, they could have gone about a little bit better. It might have just been my opinion in this. But, like, it's it seemed like they were trying to be like, let's have one phrase. And then let's say this phrase that counters this phrase. But I'll say this phrase as well. It's like, um, what am I trying to say? You know, the the phrases that they were saying, like, um, oh, I'm an optimistic, but no, I'm a pessimistic. Well, I think she, well, Iris was quoting her own, like, 
Marlies's own words to her. Yeah, she so was. Think yes. That was like the point of it was that like, was nice. But then she quoted something back to trying to argue it, and then I think she Iris quoted something else again, and it was just kind of like a weird. Well, because there was a lot of water cooler philosophy talking. Yeah, yes. between think, Mary right. and Devoe, Marlies and Iris. I think the the Marlies and Iris thing was Marlies was spewing Devoe's concepts, and Iris was the whole time debating with Marlies's own words. And yeah. so I think that's why it was like this very like fortune cookie. Let me just read what this yeah, says. That's back kind and of what I'm trying other. to get at. Yeah, yeah, fortune cookie, cookie cutter kind of. Yeah. Jumbo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But we find Marlise in Oxford, England, where her and DeVoe first moved in together. Moved in together. I thought it was interesting how we got to that point. Like one thing Iris is yelling, like one moment Iris is yelling at Harry for muddy shoes. And then the next it's. um, I love moments like that when like the realization moments. They're like the aha moments. The aha moments. That's always interesting. And Iris has had a few of those in the season. She has a tendency to kind of, or people have it based off of something she says Mm -hmm. or something like that, which I mean, I think that's one of the things about this season as well that we've seen in particular in this episode with Harry and his emotions. And, and, and Iris has been showing that throughout the season, but just this idea of, because DeVoe is such the thinker, it's so much, they've been trying to beat him so much with the brain. What we've been seeing is a lot of the characters being able to get closer to its plan or figure things out by not having the smartest kind of, you know, thought process. Started with Ralph, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it goes into the whole argument of what exactly is being smart, like, qualifies, like, what is being intelligent, because book smart it's easy to read something and be able to repeat it but that doesn't necessarily make you smart but being in tune when you know not knowing what e equals mc square whatever not knowing what that is but still being able to be smart enough to be in tune with your own emotions and blah blah, blah like harry is that's still a form of intelligence intelligence so, yeah intelligence versus being smart necessarily smart you can rattle off facts and things like that but intelligence you can actually use what you feel and know to mm-hmm. come to conclusions Exactly, exactly. Um, speaking of, this actually has nothing to do with speaking of coming to conclusions, but let's talk about Cecile because I feel like finally we're kind of, I don't know if it, about you guys, but I finally came into a moment like, oh, I think this is how they're going to use her. Did you all have that same? Yeah, I did. Um, I I kind of thought, well, first I thought it was very cool, her whole imitation yeah. <laughs> of the different people and Joe just responding to it like, what is going on? It was creepy like, when yeah. she was Joe. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, this is like a whole new level of but she got real deep where she's like looking at like at Joe thinking like, wow. Who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, and I I probably like a little cheater was just seeing the the preview for next episode, but this, this idea that she can retain people, you know, because if DeVoe is trying to kind of set everyone to the beginning, I feel like Cecile has this ability to kind of hold people, like, you know, be able to hold people's essence necessarily or their Mm -hmm. thoughts and memories, like who they are. Yeah. You know, and that may be a foil for him. Yeah, there's a couple things I... Inhabiting, she inhabits people. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple things I peeped, or not that I peeped, that I thought about when she, we noticed that she's like inhabiting personalities. On the one hand, we've seen her with Harry, she could catch on to the thoughts before he was able to... Before they kind of just... Yeah, before they lost. So like, if she's... So I was like, okay, cool, we have her on that. But now that she's happening, she's not necessarily, like, in their... I mean, she's in their mind. She can read them. But she's also taking on how they think and how they do things, like we saw with her and Caitlin. So I definitely think 
I mean, it's a little risky because she's pregnant, and I don't think they're going to want to utilize her because she's pregnant and about to pop. But um, it would be interesting to either see her where she's able to articulate Team Flash's ideas yeah. and inhabit them and, like, be able to kind of put it in layman's terms for them or inhabit mm-hmm. DeVoe and be able to think how DeVoe's thinking and then they have their own little... DeVoe. DeVoe. Little DeVoe. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely either or. It's like either someone's going to lose their, maybe someone might lose their, as, like, as the as the enlightenment uh, unfoil, uh, like, comes comes about, like, maybe someone loses their themselves and then she kind of keeps their essence. She's able to kind of be them yeah. for Team Flash and fill that void. Or she can be DeVoe. Maybe she can be a part of DeVoe. Well, yeah. I don't think it's going to be such a quick, rapid, like, loss of self because we've had uh, Harry three episodes now right since there are three or four episodes since mm-hmm. he's lost his memory and he has moments like there was a moment in tonight's episode where he had you know his, his smarts back again i don't remember the specific moment but um his intelligence was back instead of using emotion so i feel like uh moments like that could happen but then i think they'll get it back and kind of like get back up on their feet for whatever is going to happen next week yeah can you imagine being in the writer's room being like let's just give cecile power or something like and now it's going to affect the entire outcome of the season. I think they have a checklist, and they're just like, who have we not given a power to yet? Eeny, meeny, my Cecile. They haven't given Joe Listen, power. We still got, we, they got season five. It'd be wrong to give Joe power. I don't, yes. need, I don't think he should get a power. Yeah, I don't want, there's certain characters on shows, like, we talk about this all the time on iZombie. There's certain people you just don't want to see as a zombie. There's certain people on this show that you just don't want to see as a meta. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they just work as who they are. Like, it yeah. actually really works that they're human, that they're able to. I mean, that was the thing, even to jump back into the previous episode, Joe being able to kind of see where Caitlin was to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, him being a detective, being able to say, hey, I'm noticing something. Oh, like, yeah. those detective skills, that's his skill yeah. to the team. Yeah. And when he's able to showcase that a bit more, just like he did with Cecile today, like, you know, he, you know, the Lamaze class came into handy, but he's that. a quick learner. And so he was able to kind of get her to come back out of herself. You know, it's, it's you know, it's it just shows how essential regular humans are in the superhero universe at times. I definitely did not realize that was Lamaze. I thought that was like a ripoff of Marvel. Oh. Like oh, no. <laughs> I was like, are they really doing this right now? No, I was like, come on. Lamaze. One would argue the Hulk ripped off Lamaze. Yeah, fair enough. I'm okay with that. Speaking of regular humans doing incredible things, we have a podcast from our TV founder, Marie Menudos. Do we? Um, If you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all aspects of your life, we've got the podcast for you, Conversations with Marie Menudos Podcast Edition. is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Marie Menudos feature celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just head over to iTunes and subscribe for free. You guys, there's nothing better than getting free knowledge, okay? So go do it. Um, Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that it was us, the Flash panel, that sent you over there. Conversations with Maria Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Uh, She just did a Mother's Day podcast last week since it was... You know, Mother's Day on Sunday, and she got some real gems in there. So, check it out. I'm just saying. Um, let's get into this whole. Let's get into the Barry, Cisco, Caitlin situation. Them realizing, you know, that they can chill. In flash time. In flash time. Pretty cool. I liked it. 
Down for it. Here for it. It was a cool explanation. Uh, kind of bringing like the speed force as an aura kind of thing, and he could extend it out a little bit um, to them for a specific amount of time. I liked it. I'm here for it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I did no. one of the things we did. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, uh, that's that's a pretty cool power to bring. Yeah, power, no, it right? was. It's a very cool power to be, be able to bring people in the speed, speed force and the, like what they explained about the speed force aura and stuff. It was very cool that they came up with that science and that bit. I will say, though, we got a Wally reference. And then it was this idea no, that, well, who are we going to? Well, you know, who else do we have around? Let's see. I guess we need it. Cisco, I can see why we needed Cisco because he needed to do the thing. Um, Caitlyn wasn't really Killer Frost, so anybody could have worn that thing that she had the ice shooter, frostbite. Yeah, ice shooter, frostbite, whatever it was. Yes, it so, shoots ice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's ice just shooter. it's one of those things once again where they come up with stuff like that, and I'm like, I get that we need to emphasize the necessity of Team Flash at times, but then it's like, well, you couldn't. Where's Wally at? I mean, I guess we got the reference from Joe that he couldn't get in contact with Wally because he was somewhere else. But then you had, you know, Jesse. You know, you have Jay. You know, you have these other speedsters around. So there are times when it seems convenient when they bring in other speedsters and other times when they conveniently don't. Just like this whole thing with DeVoe. I don't mean to go on a tangent, but this whole thing with DeVoe and nobody else is showing up. Facts. (laughs) Everybody else. Iris just put out a... An article. What do you mean? No one Where's Batman? <laughs> oh, I totally said that. I totally said that during the yeah, way to take my idea. Uh, Superman, Batman, Aquaman. Where is I mean, everybody? Like, well, I know we're in I'm our just own saying, universe. Arrow's like one city over. Right. <laughs> Diggle, Arrow's like, Diggle I'm not touching up. this. Diggle showed up. He, he got thrown back. He ain't going to tell. Right. Like, look, I was about to say Steven. He's not going to tell, you know, Arrow, like, look, you know, Oliver, like, they just showed, like, there's some stuff going down. Oh, They're like, nah, show. we only come when we got to interrupt a wedding. We're not we're not here to help that out. <laughs> Sorry, <At all. laughs> not so massive, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone's going to go back to being, like, infants. Yeah, no, we don't They're need like, to all we'll show, show up We'll show up when Barry and Iris have a baby and we'll announce that we're pregnant as well. That's yeah, when we'll come exactly. back. We'll use Felicity for that. <laughs> I mean, like, where is everybody? It, yeah, it's kind of one of the, not to like jump down the rabbit hole, but it is kind of one of those things where it's like really like. This is going to affect the entire world. Like, it's not affecting <laughs> Central City. It's going to be the like. There's a shot of the entire Earth at the end of the episode. Like, it's like why is Team Flash the only ones dealing with this? Yeah, they not can't call I'm, nobody. Not that I'm the biggest fan of the crossovers because yeah. they get a little too much for me. But I feel like this would have been something that not. Nazis from Earth X. Like, I feel like this would have been something that I'd be like, okay, cool. Crossover. That would make sense because it would affect all of them. Exactly. But this is just like... But that started with my tangent about <laughs> the idea that <laughs> you could have picked other people. But I got it. It, well, it was cool. And we got to... And it was a catalyst for Caitlyn's stuff. I was going to say, I feel like they said they had Caitlyn in there because we needed to see her little trauma and... Little not trauma. Not to downplay <laughs> trauma, but her, like, her getting hit by a car... Something and we like find that. out that yeah, baby killer frost, <laughs> baby killer frost. I was like, come on, lace front, little baby lace. Front. I know. Her wig was bad as well, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we find out that really what we get out of that entire thing is that Caitlyn's been killer frost all along, and that she's had she has these suppressed. How is that possible? I don't so know. She was a meta prior to. I mean, have there been metas prior to uh, the Flash thing? Well, I would argue in the DC universe, I mean, people can naturally become superheroes of some sort. Although, I think they did ex- 
I guess, yeah, because, I mean... Well, not yeah. that it's not in the Arrowverse, but it's in the DC universe. Black Lightning on the show, at least on the in the comics, he gets his powers because like he eventually absorbs the powers of a belt that he has. But in the show, um, he is being like he's like one of the experimental kids that they're shooting with vaccines, and he's able to like get the powers through that. Yeah, but that's different universes. It's different. I mean, Arrowverse, but it's still DC, and if. So they might, because I mean, they don't. That's I don't know. They pluck from different pretty, comic book lines. So yeah, I think. Hard. I mean, we could say that only in Central City, only people who can be like superhero, like super humans, are ones who are affected by the accelerator. But then I would argue, then that would mean that there were never any superhumans before the accelerator. And we, you know, I mean, if we're doing DC Arrow universe, then we know that there were. Right. Yeah. Well, I think there was an episode where they said that um, – well, yeah, because they were explaining Cecile why she could um, have abilities because uh, something was latent inside of her, I guess, and then the, the dark matter um, changed them, right? Is that – the dark matter allowed for it to evolve more faster? Like yeah. these are powers that would have always been there. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I, exactly. I, like I maybe something – right? yeah, maybe okay. something was laying dormant and here it was. The accelerator helped in that. But if Caitlyn was able to be like change into frost, I was for a gonna quick say second, she was able to tap maybe into it. Maybe it broke through somehow. But um, I was reading the comments before someone was saying something about a time loop. I, that I was missed an, out on that. I didn't catch it quite quick enough. But that was another with, thing I was wondering if maybe somehow the amount of times that the timeline has been messed up, if somehow that yeah is a thing. Because if you look at it in a way of. Um, the, if Barry's opening up these portals, I guess the mm-hmm. speed force kind of um, the black matter, black matter, black dark matter, dark matter could have permeated through these time holes and like affected people in the past. I mean, who we don't know that much about her dad. We don't know yeah, and I guess so we're supposed to f- figure that out. Maybe yeah. that is something else say, for next season. Who's too. to say he's not from the future and? coming back like i mean the timeline's already been messed up so who yeah. knows like i think someone in the chat said maybe her dad somehow had metahuman powers yeah. and it got passed over to her because that's a thing too that would make a lot of sense i don't think we're gonna figure it out until no. the next season i think that was something set up for next season for her to explore the fact that she's always been killer frost yeah definitely definitely um so they go they're basically stopping devoe from getting together this satellite from Argus. He breaks into Argus and yeah. I'm kind of just, I'm just over Devoe at this point. I mean, I thought, I mean, I, you know, when they did the reveal of his plan, at first I was a little let down. I actually preferred tonight's episode where they were able for him to kind of expound on it a bit more. Yeah. The, and that, in that way it sounded more sinister and a little bit more elevated than it did initially, where it was like, I just want to make everyone stupid. It was kind of like <laughs> this whole idea of, I want to reteach the world. You know, I want to reteach the world, you know, take away their free will, but the whole like, and you know, it's interesting that they used like this whole thing of him referencing God a lot, mm-hmm. actually in this, um, yeah. in this episode. And I thought, you know, it was very smart of the writers because there is this idea of when God he- created man in the Bible and everything, this whole idea of the difference between humans and angels was the idea that God gave them free will, you Mm -hmm. know, and one could argue from the time of Eden that that was their downfall, you know, at, you know, Eve choosing to get Adam to take the apple and choosing his will. And that's been the downfall. And so for 
you know, um, devoted kind of keep referencing that idea of that being the downfall, this whole idea of free will of emotions. Um, it actually made it more smart. I actually got back to being intrigued by it. At least by him. Yeah, I like what he has to say. I think at this point, it's like, I have to ask, I'm like, am I falling under the enlightenment? Because I just feel like my brain (laughs) is turning to mush because there's just, it's been such a long season that we've been trying to get to this point for so long and I'm just like, okay. Well, it's interesting, we're seeing DeVoe back in his element where like early stages we saw him teaching and where he was good at, he was good at teaching and what he did and now he is like referencing all these moments. He's like, uh, having these like little teaching moments to like when he was breaking into Argus and then when he was uh talking to that girl who's trying to like do the thing with the phone and whatnot and he's just the te- he's his, 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 he is himself again mm-hmm. which yeah. is uh, he's also a jaded ex yeah. because he was feeling some type of way about Marlies leaving him and you could tell that throughout <laughs> the, even that really cool opening scene of the fight or whatever. He even says, yeah, my wife wasn't really into that. violence and stuff like that. And he he starts that, that off man just, and then he just basically goes off on everybody. Um, yeah. He did a really good job of that scene. That was a really great uh, scene, opening scene. It just showed how powerful he's gotten in terms of being a one-person army. Um, oh, yeah. He's unstoppable. <clears throat> um, so they think they have a mini-win because... You know, Barry's able to destroy one satellite. One satellite, but we quickly find out that that is not the case because a satellite can be replaced, and it is replaced by the Star Labs satellite. He's taking over Gideon. Can we talk about again the lack of security at this lab? (laughs) And this was the penultimate example of how this guy was just able to get in. He breached in prior. And you would think no one would work on security. All these smart people. How do you stop a breach? You can't. Does this happen on Arrow? Do they get in his lair all the time? And that team ain't that smart. It's Team Flash. I don't know. I don't (laughs) know. They got to get Batman up in there to Batman proof it. (laughs) Right? Because I feel like the Joker's the only one that has broken into the Right? People aren't rolling up in Batman's cave Mm -mm. being disrespectful. Everybody be rolling up in (laughs) Star Everyone comes and disrespects. What's up? They be like, no, how'd you get in here? Is no one on top of security. What's the guy's name in Deadpool 2? That Doug or whatever? Peter. Peter. (laughs) I feel like there's going to be, like, they should... And Deadpool too. The Deadpool, I haven't seen Deadpool. I haven't seen, it's in the trailers. It's just like they're doing the resumes of all these oh, people. Oh, oh, and he's just like, and he's just like yeah, yeah, he's just like, hi, I'm just, Peter. Yeah. I would love for the Flash just to have some random they just need person. A maintenance guy, like yo, yeah. I'm, just, I'm Paul. I'm just, I'm just gonna fix <laughs> yeah, the bits. Like, because it's su- <laughs> it's just such a joke at this point that like there's no security whatsoever. It's just like anyone can walk in. Flash Riders, let us just make a cameo <laughs> as like maintenance We're people. Fix we just sweep. <laughs> Emboldening the door or something. For real. Um, so yeah, we that's basically how the, the episode ends is DeVoe is officially kind of taking over Star Labs, taking over the you satellite. Start the enlightenment. And the enlightenment begins. begins. What and God said it was good. I was like <laughs> I was like, you need to chill Way out to with the man- yourself. The manifesto talk is a little intense, yeah, I feel. I um before did you guys have anything else you want to say before we got in the news and gossip? Um, um, I think that was... No, I just enjoyed the, the philosophy talk. I always like philosophy talk. There was yeah. some there was some good back and forth this episode for sure. Yeah. I really liked... Um, I don't agree with it, but I do think uh, DeVos said something really interesting. The emotion is the father of error. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. I like yeah. that too. I don't really know if I'm 
on board with that, but yeah, hashtag I see what you're Peter talking Quinn. about. Um, I guess, uh, wait, what was that? Someone? Said hashtag Peter Quinn. Oh, okay. Because of the emotions. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you referencing Marvel right now? Yeah. Spoilers. Oh, oh Peter Quill. Yeah, yeah, what he did. Peter yeah. Quill, not Quinn. Too oh, soon. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's Too all good. soon. Um, I don't want to go. Oh, no, 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 no. We will end the show right now. I'm sorry. Um, so- oh, jeez. <laughs> Too soon. Um, let's go ahead and hop into news and gossip because we've got some good stuff tonight. Yes, news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Yeah, just a few tidbits. Um, Kimberly Williams Paisley wants to join The Flash with her Hallmark Hallmark co-star Tom Cavanaugh. Um, people may know um, Kimberly, who has worked with Tom um, on multiple movies, including 2006's How to Eat Fried Worms, That's what she where was they in. played husband and wife, and most recently in Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Daryl and Daryl sequel, uh, which people can catch. That's out now. Uh, Williams Paisley mm. thinks it might be time to do a TV series together with Tom, more specifically his show, The CW's Flash. Um, she said the next step would be for her to return to the show set and hop, because she's brought her kids there before, and hop in front of the camera. It seems the actress thinks that she could play either a superhero or a villain. And um, Kimberly and Tom can be seen in the in the, the Daryl and Daryl sequel, as I said, and she's she's hint- she's been hinting that she wants to somehow be on The Flash. So maybe we'll see that in season five. That'd be cool, since they clearly have some chemistry, because cool. they've played it before. I like Tom, so anything. Yeah, yeah, I think he could play anything, and I think regular Harry is kind of due for a love interest. I kind of saw a little chemistry tonight between him and Marlise. Anyway. Ooh, so, <laughs> I, I wouldn't I be mad at that. Know, right? um, also, Candace Patton is letting fans know that we won't be getting into who the mystery girl is until season five. Um, this is something that Grant kind of alluded to as well, that he's really excited about season five. And Candace pretty much on her Twitter, uh, as we can see from the picture from her tweet, basically when asked uh, who they believe, uh, you know, what everyone thinks who is Dawn, you know, she basically said we won't be getting into that till next season. So we may see Dawn at the end of this season, but that mis- that's a whole new mystery um, as opposed to what we thought in the beginning of the season that somehow she played into the devote thing. Wait, did you just start calling her? Is it confirmed that she's Dawn? No, we just all we think just she's Okay, I was about Dawn. to say, did you just call her Dawn? <laughs> yeah, like, we just call her Dawn. We we make it easy. Dawn. All right, not confirmed, everybody. Not, not Dawn. Not confirmed, yeah. but I think yeah. everyone knows it's Dawn. Hashtag, she's, she's, she's the one who says, uh, this house is bitching. I'm still sticking to my gun. Yes, they actually did say they the line tonight. <laughs> they said the this line, This house actually. is bitching. No, no, hard to find. Also, Tom Cavanaugh's new short, Tom and Grant, where he, a short film that he put together with Grant Gustin, um, won big at the 2018 Manhattan Film Festival. Um, Tom and Grant won Best Comedy Short at the Manhattan Film Festival. And the synopsis of the film goes, Tom and Grant, small-time crooks, poster children for disenfranchised. They've been swept to the periphery of the American dream. And they want to push back against the system, but the only issue is they are idiots. And all they've got is a car, a dream, and a very dumb idea. Let someone else rob the bank, and then they rob the robbers. Theirs is a quest to plunge headlong into the pantheon of poor choices. And we actually have a, a little short uh, trailer of that uh, where people can catch it on YouTube. And they actually have also a website that Tom has of the short. It looks really funny. Yeah. Like the trailer looks really it. funny. Grant was just in, um, oh, is it playing? Are we it? Uh, Grant was just in a movie called Crystal with Nick Robinson. Yeah. It is hilarious. So, All right. Uh, sorry, I got it up. Do you guys want to see it? Yeah, let's see yeah, it. Yeah, we cool. can. Yeah. All, All right. Time. Uh... 
Tell me again the giveaway. Just snack money. No, I don't have snack money. That's why we're here. Right. What did you see that? Oh, we said I was. Well, tell me. I wish I had a two foot dick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so people can. Well, there that is. Well, check it out. um, Yeah, so that's awesome. And lastly, we've got a little bit more of a home base, but still DC Universe reference. And Zach is actually going to take this away. Yeah, guys. So last week I missed uh, filming here because I was myself filming something. Um, I recently was casted on a Batgirl fan film, DC fan film. It's called Batgirl Friday Night in Gotham, uh, which we have a little clip to show you from uh, the previous shoot that I worked on and some cool fight scenes with uh, the Heather Wake playing Batgirl and uh, written and directed by Christopher Sheffield. Um, Last Tuesday, we were out filming uh, episode two and three that kind of starts telling a story to what's going on here. So it's really cool. Uh, That is one of the bad guys involving like Amanda Waller, uh, Argus and everything. Um, There's some cool baddies that uh, make their appearance next. uh, The next. uh, Episode, I guess you could call it. Here's some fight scenes that uh, are incorporated. Batgirl. So yeah, we just wanted to show it and uh, have everyone see the DC fan films. It's yeah. pretty fun. Take Five a look at it. Five of separation, like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. In terms of yeah we got so. Zach here fighting with Batgirl. Well, I wasn't fighting. Well, you weren't but, fighting, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and within the story of the plot. And I am, yeah, and I, I thicken <laughs> the plot next two episodes, so I would love to share it with you guys, the fans, because you all love DC so much, so thank you. Put your comments out there, like us, and, uh, you know, help us create more content like this, so. She yeah. is going off right She is going and off, right? What we can do in the comments of the video, maybe you can put a link to the... Uh, to what? The episode. The, to the episode. For episode one, yeah, we could do that. And then when episode two and three comes out, I will certainly be telling you guys um, or posting it somewhere. So yeah. check us out. Check it out. Yeah. So and that's that the news that. and gossip that's for this cool. week. That's the tea. And it's that is the tea. Spilt. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Let's do it. Predictions <laughs> for the season finale. We're here. We gotta have the, now, the flash. You're after buzz. Oh, the speed force. The, the speed, speed force. force. You go. Cool. So, uh, let's see. Next episode. Well, I think we're finally gonna come to uh, fruition of what Cecile is gonna portray and thing. Uh, you know, whatever. We saw uh, in the preview, she had the dampener thing on. Something's gonna happen there. Um, you know what? I I think I think we're gonna get um, Marlise, uh, like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing, and that katana sword's gonna come back, and someone's gonna get stabbed, and then they're gonna die together. Ooh, yeah, Boom. dramatic. Past that. Um, I think, <laughs> um, I think uh, Cecile's gonna play a very big part in this. I'm not sure what. I'm interested to see if Devo's going to try to use her. Because um, it looked like in the previews that he was kind of where she was. So maybe he's going to try to use her. Or maybe Team Flash can figure out a way to use her powers to figure out Devo. I think that's going to play a part in this. And I do still think that Marlies 
is going to I kind of want Marlies to be around for season five because maybe I'm digging her and Harry I don't know I'm not mad I, think, I wouldn't be mad I think at that they're at all. Very Are you smart. Me? she's a super smart woman he's a, I, I think it's time so I think and she's a great actress so I'm gonna say I hope that she makes it to season five and somehow gets rehabilitated because also Iris needs a friend and wouldn't it be cool the Someone friend has to raise thing. the kid though I mean yeah. are you kidding me yeah <laughs> Joe and, can't do it that means less of Joe yeah yeah, so... Um, on Team Flesh, I mean. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but I think she probably will die. <laughs> what? I think Marlies is going to die. Oh, oh, I thought you said Cecile for No, no, Cecile's like, going to No, Cecile, please. Okay. All right. Okay. Channeling it. I got channeling it. it. Got, got it. it. Absorbed it. Loved cool. it. Um, I think the final battle, I think the final battle is going to go down in a hospital. Hospital mm. because I think Cecile's gonna go into labor, oh. but I think she's obviously a vital part of the situation. I think the dampener maybe they're gonna figure out a way that not only can she absorb how they think, but she can almost think for them. Are you still thinking that she'll hear all the other voices of the dead? I don't just, know, I don't know about that anymore. No, I'm I feel like really, that's kind of really far, yeah. Away. It kind yeah. of sailed. I'm bummed because that would have been really cool, but um, I think she has the dampener on because maybe by dampening it for her she somehow is connected to the vote and therefore like it's harder for him um but i think there's going to be besides the enlightenment i think there's going to be a race against the clock because i think she's going to go into labor and they don't know for sure if she's going to be able to still have these powers once the baby's delivered yeah so i think that's why i think it maybe is going to go down in the hospital because i think she's going to go into labor so the baby's going to have these powers or is it just something i think they told us that baby wouldn't have powers yeah but they can always change that I was going to say, they have kind of just been doing whatever they want. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get too into Killer Frost next episode. Um, I, I'm sure we're going to see Dawn, but, or whoever we, the girl we <laughs> think is Dawn. I think we'll see her for a second. Um, but I don't think all the, like, mini stories are really going to, I think the people who are going to be focal point are Marlies, Cecile, Barry, yeah. and Iris. I think they have to tie this up. And I think a lot of the little things they've had, they're going to go into season five with. Yeah. I kind of don't want, like, I want them to defeat DeVoe, but I do, normally with their seasons, they end it and they tie it up in a nice, pretty bow. And yeah, there's like, I don't want, I don't want that this season. I want kind of something that's going to be like, wait, what the heck? Like, what's going down? But that yeah. is my prediction. You guys let us know in the comments on iTunes or on YouTube um, what you guys think is going to happen next week, what your favorite part of this season's been so far. Who out of the supporting characters do you want to see next season? And while you're there, give us a thumbs up. If you're on iTunes, give us five stars. Let us know that you're here (laughs) for the long run with us. Um, (laughs) My name is Drew Jones. You can follow me on all the things at OKDrewJ. Where can they find you guys? You can find me, Chauncey K. Robinson, at Miss Chauncey KR, and also on The Bloody Breakdown, where I do horror movie reviews. You guys, my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all across social media at Zach with a C-H Silverman 2. Also, catch me at 7 o'clock on Tuesdays. Today, uh, I do the Genius Panel, and it's Pablo Picasso uh, featuring Antonio Banderas' as Pablo Picasso. And he's great on it. He's amazing. He kills it. No, I was talking about you, but... Oh. Ooh. <laughs> he's, Ooh. I mean, Antonio's great, too. But. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. And that is that, all right? We'll see yeah. you guys uh, next Tuesday. Oh, hey, but we have a we have like a, a special oh. for next week. Oh. So you all No, uh, no, 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 no. We have no, a special no. guest, but you'll have yeah. to find out. You'll have to tune in. Oh. When we say it's a special guest, we're not meaning a supporting character. We mean it's a special guest. Special, special. But Everyone's gotta, special, but Grant yeah. Gustin, him, so <laughs> but you got to tune in next week to find out. So Yeah, please do. We'll see you guys cool. there. Peace. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.